All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the first episode of Dad's Whiskey Cave with uh, Tony and Peter. Peter hey. and Tony. We are here. We are two dads just trying to have some fun, uh, talk some shit, have a good time, um, and drink some whiskey. So uh, I am Tony, one of the hosts on the show, and I'm 42 years old. I have three kids, uh, boy, girl, boy, boy, girl, boy, ages six, uh, three and a half, and eight, nine months today. So he just turned nine months today. So happy birthday to my baby boy. Um and I will turn it over to my co-host here, Peter. What do you got going on, buddy? Hey, so uh, I'm also a 42-year-old dad. I have two kids, one boy, one girl. My boy is six and a half years old. My girl is uh, recently three years old, uh, very new three-year-old. So uh, we are going to try this whiskey today. It is Buchanan's Deluxe. Uh, blended scotch whiskey aged blended scotch. nice <laughs> green bottle for us beautiful green <laughs> bottle it, it was a uh, forty dollars uh at the at the market uh, on sale for 20 actually yeah and Rouse. when we uh, tried to open it it did not want it did not want to be opened so uh we uh we're gonna try it and see how it tastes see how it goes down uh, nice and smooth and uh then we're gonna be talking about it a couple of different topics. So. Yeah, we got some topics going on. We're just going to have fun. It's a, a nice podcast that you guys can listen to. Um, just for sh- two guys shooting the shit, um, having some whiskey, giving our opinions on dad stuff, whiskey, movies, anything and everything. So stick around. But right now we're going to try this bottle. Let's check it out. All right. So we are going to try this neat for the first time. Um, and again, if you, if you buy the bottle, if we say it's good, uh, doesn't matter what we say, but if it's good to us, Go out and get yourself a bottle. If it's not good, then go out, go out and get yourself a bottle. Um, but look at the YouTube video before you do because uh, you'll have a hell of a time opening it. So we're going to taste it neat first. I've never had a harder time <laughs> opening a bottle of whiskey in my goddamn life. And the funny part about it, when we watched it, when we looked at the video, he got through the first step fine. Yeah. The, the guy was like, hey, there's a if you twist the top off, the other part comes off with it, and that's the part you need to put back. And so Peter's like, hey, I passed phase one. But <laughs> yeah, the second part, phase two. phase two, we're like, what the hell is going on? Phase we can't two had get... a freaking marble oh, in it. Jesus Christ. I don't know so, what the hell that was. All right, so cheers, buddy. All right, cheers. Buddy. All right, looking forward to the show with Trying you and having a good time. Let's try it neat. Not bad. Not, not the smoothest. A little smoky. But not bad. Very smoky. Yeah, um, a little smoky. And you know, somebody told super me smooth. somebody told me years ago, but I like it though. It is good. It is good. Um age twelve years. And it is good. And somebody told me a while ago, and I don't know if you've ever done this or not, but when I went to a tasting not a tasting room, but it was more like a tasting it was a bar. It was a it was a place and it was the coolest place. It was in um Napa, right outside Napa. I wish I knew the name of it, but it was a um it was like a store. And it had a bunch of different restaurants in this, like, take a Costco and put a bunch of restaurants inside of it, but, like, no walls, right? Just, like, uh, well, that's a fucking little areas, area. whatever. A Costco with a bunch of goddamn restaurants. Yeah, pretty much. It. Yeah, it was, like, samples, but it was a restaurant. It was the coolest thing. So, you had, like, cheese places over here. You had steak places over here. You had wine. You had whiskey. You had everything that you can go and you're just kind of Where walking around. Outside of Napa, I wish, I, I'm going to look it up and I'll get the name for you. It was years ago. I'm sure it's still there. Uh, it was awesome. Like you walk in, it's just like a plaza, like an open air, not open air because it's not outside, but just a big plaza of spaces that you can go in and buy all these different knickknacks. And then you sit down, they had a bar 
like in the middle where you can actually order food, uh, real food. They had all these cheese, cheeses and things you could try. And then they had a whiskey tasting place. Or they probably had every type of alcohol you can think of. But yeah. at the time, I was drinking whiskey. And so the person I was with, we're sitting there, <coughs> excuse me, and uh, the guy is like, okay, here's a, a great whiskey. And oh, I wish I knew the name of that too. I'm going to find all that. And so we, we sit down and he goes, okay, so you know the best way to taste the flavors and everything. And we go, oh, I just drink it. I don't know. You know? And this is when I was 30 something years old, early 30s. And he goes, you, you, you hold your breath, sip it, drink it, and then exhale. Yeah. And he said, it changes everything. And like put a little air over it, right? I guess yeah. so. And he, and and he told me that. And ever since then, that's what I've done. And it really does bring out a lot of the flavors when sipping and tasting something for the first time, whatever it may be. Uh, majority with like whiskey, bourbons, things like that, scotches. Uh, I haven't really tried it with vodka because it's different. But uh, when I did it with this one versus not doing it, like I'm going to try another sip in a second, it changes it. It yeah. definitely does. And whether it makes it better or not, who knows? But. I guess it's like aerating it or something like that. I'm yeah, sure. you blow a little air over over the drink. You, so you can do it with whiskey, wine. You could do it with wine too. I've done it with wine. Uh, so that's how I always like to taste it is we do a little bit neat, blow a little air over it, kind of get the flavors, and then we're going to do a little bit either with ice, cola, soda, something to cut it a yeah. little bit. Um, I had a friend that went to Ireland, and he was tasting – like Irish whiskey and right. they will not let you drink it over there. According to him, I've uh-huh. never been, but according to him, they will not let you drink whiskey without cutting it with something, either mm. a little bit of water, a little bit of ice, a little really? bit of cola, a little bit of soda, something, just a splash but That's because, because they, it, it just brings out the flavors more. That's interesting. So that's why I like to, I like to drink it neat, aerate it a little bit with, with some air over my tongue and then drink it with a little bit of ice or a little bit of cola. Um, did you, did you put the, Marble in my glass? No. You didn't? <laughs> no. I put it, Somehow it got no, in my glass. I put a marble in the trash can. So if there was two marbles. There's something, yeah, there's there's something no, in my glass right now. If there was two marbles, that's on you, buddy. All right. Um, I took the marble and threw it in your trash can. It should be at the top or probably rolled itself down to the bottom. All right. Well, let's, uh, you ready to taste this? Yeah, or? yeah. Let's taste it on the uh, on the ice. So this is on ice now. And Cheers. Cheers, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little smoother with the ice. Completely different, right? Yeah, very different. And I, and I know the ice probably been sitting there for a little bit, but still not enough to um, dilute it or anything like that too much, yeah. I don't think. so. But I like it. I think it tastes good. I was looking on the bottle to see if there was anything like, uh, you know, if there was any type of flavors or anything in there, but it doesn't really say anything. It just says a deluxe blend is crafted of the highest quality for vibrant character. So, but yeah, it's a good it's a good whiskey. So try it out. We'll be sipping on this all night. So thank you to Buchanan's Deluxe. Please make your bottles easier to open next time. Um, but now that we know, and you tap the side like a Heinz ketchup bottle, I guess, yeah. it comes out, right? So you t- tap the 57, right? That's the deal on the, uh, is that Heinz or Heinz? Is it Heinz? Yeah, Heinz. Heinz. Yeah. You tap the 57 on the side of the bottle, and it comes yep. out smoother. So same thing with this, Buch- this, what is it called? Buchanan's. Buchanan's same thing with this Buchanan's bottle. You, you tap the top twice. That's what we saw on YouTube. And it just starts to flow, baby. It starts uh, to flow. All right, guys. So check it out. So. That's that. So, uh, the next thing that we're going to do uh, on this show, we talk since we're both dads. Um, we know a lot of dads. Uh, I started out my father a little bit later than I than I wanted to, but um, 
it's great, and I love it. I love being. I'm not, a, I'm not an old dad, but I'm an older dad in my 40s, still having a newborn as well. But uh, I had my first child. I guess I was 36 years old, which is not super late or anything like that. But um, I had a timeline that was a little bit. I wanted to have a little bit before that, but all good. And were there people in your life that had kids earlier than you, like younger and like? Because like I had, uh, I had oh, a yeah. sister. My older sister had kids in like her early 20s. Yeah, yeah. And so her kids yeah. now, she's like a year and a half older than me, right. but her kids now are in their teens. They're right. high school kids or whatever. Yeah. And whereas my kids are, you know, yeah. much, much younger. So. Yeah, like my brother, he's only two years older than me. And um, my nieces are 13 and 10. Yeah. So a little bit older. Um, so he was a little bit younger, obviously, when he had his kids. And uh, not too many friends. I mean, most of the friends that we have are kind of a various range. Like I have friends that had their, their children at their early 20s, and they're now – you know, in, like you said, in high school, right. uh, I got one that's a grown man because a friend of mine had their, their kid in high school. In high school, they were 18 years old. So one's 22 years old or whatever it might be. So, um, you know, it's all over the place. And that's the one thing I think when it comes to kids, it's like, uh, you know, it, it, the time is going to come when the time comes. And it's one of those things where, you know, you think you can prepare for it. And it's just one of those things that's going to happen. You can't prepare for it, man. You're never going to be ready. And no <laughs> yeah. matter when you have your kids, there's benefits and cons oh, both, yeah. right? Yeah. So, like, I know my sister had her kids when she was much, much younger than me. I mean, yeah. she had her, like I said, she had her kids in her early 20s. And so now she's 43. Yeah. And her kids are in their teens and they're self sufficient. You know, they take themselves to school. They are yeah. able to drive themselves to school. They're able to make their own meals. They're able to, they have jobs. I mean, they kind of like have their own lives. She's got her free time back. And she's got her free time back. <laughs> Whereas me, I'm uh, 16 months younger than her. And yeah, I'm yeah. like, I got a three-year-old and I'm fucking running around like crazy, bro. Like, whereas in my 20s, I was partying, going out with friends right, right. and going on Vegas trips or whatever it was. And she was at home yeah. with her kids. So I had that time. She's got the time now. It's, it's just yeah, a little yeah. bit different. It's just a balance, yeah. You know? But she's also, it's, it's kind of nice. because She's also like my go-to for any kind of like trip or right. my travel buddy or she like we definitely have FOMO. So like we don't want to miss out on anything, man. So if I'm going camping, she wants to go. If she's going, you know, fishing, I want to go. If yeah. whatever it is, if she's going to the beach, I want to bring my kids with her kids to the beach. Like yeah. and it's nice because the older kids take care of the younger kids and everybody watches out for each other, but it's definitely a different lifestyle. Like, uh, you know, I have to definitely, definitely watch out for my three-year-old, make sure she's safe, make sure everything's good there. Whereas my sister, uh, who's 16 months older than me, has the, the older kids. She can just kind of relax. Yeah. And she yeah. she watches my kids and she takes care of my kids a little bit because she knows that her kids are good now, you know? Right. And, even, and you'll even see that. I mean, I've, I've seen it from you know, my son, who's six. Carter, from the age of three to six now, it's a huge difference of monitoring, you know, having that fear of things. And and obviously, I still have a lot of fears in my heart and all that. And I have to watch them, of course. But it's a big difference from when he was two and three to what I can do now. You can go to the park and be like, all right, I'm going to sit here on this bench and let him do his thing. I'll play with him, too. But before, it was like, I was a helicopter parent, right? That they call them. So yeah. You're really on top of them all the time because you don't want anything bad to happen to them. Or even now just getting a like snack. Like, yeah, anything. You know? yeah. <laughs> like, I'm a, like I said, I'm a single dad. You know, so in the morning time, I wake up and Caden will, sometimes Caden will, uh, my son will come in and uh, 
he'll be like, hey, Dad, I'm, I'm hungry. And I'll be like, and I'm good with just being like, hey, go down and get a snack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know sure. what snacks are. Yeah. And grab it. And grab one for your sister. Yeah, go get you it, know? man. Yeah. You're good. <laughs> you know? Whereas before, I would have to get up, go down, get everything for him. Like, make sure that everything is good, that everything's safe, and everything's all right. But now it's like, Kate, my son can kind of like take care of himself a little bit, kind of yeah. take care of his sister a little bit. Um, so it's, it's been a nice, nice change. Um, and I can see where as he gets older, like he's very much, he wants to take care of his sister. You know, he right. wants to kind of be in charge and, and be the older brother. And I really love that. So I'm, I'm trying to give him more independence. I'm trying to give him more like tasks to do, yeah. you know, to help his sister out. Yeah. My, my son, yeah, he loves his sister too, but boy, oh boy, do they fight their asses off. Oh, yeah? Oh, my God. It's so rough, man. They, I love, they love and hate each other at the same time. You know how it goes when you had sisters too. And so, they just, they, yeah, they, my they, sister, they beat the fight. shit out of me. So. <laughs> they fight really hard. And me and my brother, same way. They fight really hard and they love each other very hard too. They're like, I, I love you. Oh, let's play, let's play, let's play. And when they're playing together and they're, and they're loving each other, awesome. It's like, cool, have fun, guys. But it's like, you know, 15, 20 minutes, and then boom, it turns. Ah, he's hitting me. Ah, he's pinching me. Blah, blah, blah. She's doing this. She's doing that. It's like, okay, split up. Then if you split them up, no, I want to go play with my brother. I want to play with my sister. I miss her, you know. So it's one of those love-hate things. And uh, But ultimately, so, they, they, they love each other very much. They just, you know. How, how do you handle that? Because I, I, have a, I have a thing where if they are playing and they want to come tell me something on their, on their sibling, Mm-hmm. I send him right back to their sibling and I say, you guys work it out. Mm-hmm. As long as he's not hurting you or she's not hurting you, uh, I don't need to hear about it. Right. You know, if you guys are coming to tell me that something that they did, the other person did, I don't care. You guys go go work it out yourselves. Yeah. You know, that's good. Because I think that they really need to be able to manage those relationships without me. Yeah. Coming over the top of them and being like, hey, your sister said you did this. Did you do that? Mm-hmm. Is that wrong? You did that right. wrong. Yeah. Whereas as, as I would rather my daughter or my son go to them and be like, hey, I didn't like that. Right. Stop doing that. And it's, I think the hardest part of that, and I agree with that. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to try that more too. Uh, but I think the hardest part is, you know, um, if I don't see it, whatever that may yeah. be, right? If I don't see it, then I can't really say Who's, you know, both of them may come with a different story, a different side of the story. And they might look, Dad, he did this, he did that. I'm like, I'm not sure if he did or not because I've seen you make up that stuff before, you know, yeah. in the past or something like that. I'm not saying that they're liars or anything, but it's like I don't want to – every single time that something happens, it, whether little or small, I don't want to be like, okay, harping on the next person. Hey, you did this, stop it, blah, blah, blah. Because I'm like, hey, I, I didn't see it. And I'm kind of like saying, figure it out on your own. Are you okay? Everything all right? Okay. If you did that, uh, Carter, Ava, whoever, uh, please say sorry. You know, and, and sometimes they do, sometimes they walk away, sometimes they split yeah. up. So, it's, so it's I don't even do that, man. Like yeah. literally they come to me and I'll look at them and be like, they're okay. Yeah. And they'll ask them, are you okay? Are you hurt? Yeah. And they said, no, I'm okay. And I said, are your feelings hurt? Or yeah. is, did they upset you? Are they not playing the way you want? Right. And they'll talk to me about that and they'll say, yeah, he, he, he's doing this. Yeah. And I'll say, okay, well, go tell him. Don't tell me. I'm not doing anything. I'm yeah. not playing with you. Yeah. Go tell him. You need to be able to talk to your brother. You need to be able to talk to your sister and tell them what you're feeling, how you want them to act, and talk it out with each other. And then yeah. also make sure that they know that that's not okay or 
it hurt your feelings or whatever it is. Yeah. As long as they don't come to me bleeding with a cut <laughs> right, 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 right. or a broken bone or yeah. they don't come to me with a big bump on their head, yeah. uh, obviously nothing happened. Yeah. I don't think they got hurt. Right. They might come to me like, oh, so-and-so did this and it hurt me. Okay, where does it hurt? Okay, I'm going to kiss the boo-boo. I'm yeah. going to send them back over there. I'm like, you guys work it out because you guys need to be able to communicate with each yeah. other and play with each other and figure that out, you know, yeah. without, time, without me. Stuff. Right, that makes sense. And, it's, you know, most of the time it's emotional anyway. Yeah, uh, A lot absolutely. of times it's more emotional than it is physical. Yeah. Uh, because that, like, the physical stuff you can most, most of the time you can see, right? Uh, or, you can, you know, they say, oh, you hit me here, I got a scratch here, whatever it might be. Because my kids aren't too physical with each other, but they're definitely emotionally teasing the taking of a toy or something like that or I want to play with it no I don't want to play with it you know a toy they haven't seen in yeah. in two years that they haven't touched and they don't care about but as soon as one picks it up they're like well it's mine yeah that's I, mine so and so did this I got that in my, my third birthday even though I'm six years old I got it three years ago and I haven't touched it since yeah. don't touch it it's like okay relax you know so those type of things we, we do a lot of hug it out stuff like hey yeah apologize give give each other a hug i don't care who did whatever just fix it you know i think that's and great i think i think that our role as dads as parents is definitely to make sure that emotionally that they feel supported right like so they can come to us with an emotional problem like that hurt my feelings i didn't like that and we can be okay i understand that yeah i understand how that feels i'm going to give you a hug i'm going to give you a kiss and i'm going to go send you back there with something to say so that you can solve this problem yeah. with your brother or with your sister, right? I want to give you something that you can say to them that will help you solve the problem that you're having. Yeah. Because eventually, like, otherwise, they're going to be emotionally stunted. They're going to be not able to solve problems on their own. So I feel like the more that I can support them, they come to me and like, hey, something something bothered me, you yeah. know, dad. And it's, it might be, to me, it's minuscule. It's nothing, yeah. you know. Yeah. Oh, he took my toy. Fuck, you know. <laughs> but to her or to him, yeah. it's a big deal. It's the biggest so like, thing that's hey, ever happened in a three-year-old life. Yeah, <laughs> I understand that hurt your feelings, right? But you need to be able to talk to your brother about it, talk to your sister about it, make sure that you guys can work it out. Tell him how you feel. Tell him you don't like that. Yeah, you know. And yeah. if you if he doesn't do it, it doesn't do it the way you like. Come talk to me. I'll I'll walk you through it again. So I, my kids will do that all the time. They'll come to me and be like, "Oh, so and so did this, and so and so did that." But like, all right, well, how did how'd you feel about that? Yeah. Oh, I didn't like it. Okay, go tell him. Did you tell him? No, yeah, I didn't tell him. I'm telling you. Right. Go tell him. <laughs> go tell them. Right? And then if if something's happening, if he's not listening to you, if he's not doing it right, if he's not whatever it is, come tell me again and I'll help you. Yeah. I'll, I'll come help you talk to him about it. I'll make sure that he's listening. Yeah. You know? I think that's a good option for him. And I, and I try to give them options to either, you know, stay in the situation that they're in or get out of it. Yeah, a lot of times I go like they sit next uh, to each other at dinner. Big, big and thing. So if they're sitting next to each How other, how to get dinner, out of a situation like that? Yeah, right. Because we have a what's it called? Uh, not a, a bar, but what a peninsula, right? So they sit at the peninsula. Oh, in your kitchen? Yeah, I yeah, learned, yeah. That, learned that fancy word from my wife years ago when we when we bought the house. She's like, I want a peninsula. What the hell is a peninsula? I knew what an island was. I didn't know what a peninsula was. I'm like, all right, whatever. And so I was like, okay, place where you can sit. And that. So we have three seats there, which is perfect. Now we have three kids, and the two kids like to sit there. Before, Ava used to sit, you know, there was a space in between them, and she used to sit in the high chair. Now, they sit right next to each other. So, you can imagine the problems between a six-year-old and a three-year-old that happen over dinner, food, whatever, right? Are you touching my food? Doing this, whatever. So, a lot of times when they bicker and fight at, at dinner time, you can move. There's another table over there. Yeah. There's another table over here. You can sit with daddy. We can eat over here, you know, as a family if I'm not cooking or anything. Come sit over here. No, 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 no. I want to stay where I'm at. Okay, well, then you guys got to figure it out. 
but I always give that option. You can move away, and they never want to. So it's yeah. like, that's why I said it's that love-hate thing, which is a beautiful thing. I love to see that they get along. Um, and I just think it's just something that just happens with siblings. I mean, it happened with me and my brothers. My it's crazy to see, so it it's crazy to see how how they can flip, right? Like They'll just <laughs> like love the shit out of each other. Like that. And then they'll just fucking come and tattle on their, their fucking sibling. <laughs> Two seconds later, and I'll be like, all right, go back and figure it out. And then, boom, they'll love yeah. each other again. They'll be crying one second and then laughing the next. Yeah. And you're like, how in the hell? The emotions of kids are nuts. Yeah. And, I, and I don't know if that changes as they get older in the teenage years. Well, I guess we'll both find that out. And that's what, you know, even on the show, I'd love to get some people in here that have teenage kids to hear what they're going through with stuff, like your sister, my brother, whatever. Um, you know, all ranges because, you know, this is part of what the show is about. Everything changes from day to day with kids. And so the, the issues that it's I was volatile. dealing with when my kids were one uh, versus when I still have a, you know, not even a one-year-old yet, but when my kids were younger versus what I have going on now is totally different, right? But I have it where it's all in kind of stages. So I kind of know what Cameron, my youngest, is going to be up to uh, kind of when he hits those milestones that the other kids have already hit, you yeah. know? And so I know, know how to handle it a little bit. Um, never. There's no, there's no guide to handle it perfectly or anything like that, but it's like I know kind of what the expectation might be a little bit more because I've been through it two times before. Um, and so it'll be interesting to, to see how that unfolds in the future. So yeah, I mean, kids, kids' emotions are volatile, man. Like, and they're irrational. You know, like my my daughter, she's three. She had a full on meltdown this morning because yeah. she couldn't pee in the grass standing up like her brother did. You know, <laughs> and she literally had a full-on meltdown and I was trying to get her to squat and I was like oh we could sit this way and we could do it this way and she's like no I want to stand I want, I want stand it to like shoot you. out forward like Cadence did and I was like baby you're not built that Your way anatomy's like, not gonna, yeah, it's not, not going to allow work. you to do that it's not but she didn't she didn't care she <laughs> didn't understand go ahead and wet your pants though you <laughs> cannot explain that it's just volatile bro like, right. it's, and I think that that also follows kids I, I think it does into their you know teenage years their, their teenhood um, but and we are we are of the age where we are able to get online, just like we did with this Buchanan's bottle, and look it up and be like, "How the fuck do we yeah, open this we thing?" Been here, and pour it. We would have been here all night going, yeah. "Fuck it, give me another bottle." Give me How something. do I deal with an emotionally <laughs> volatile three year old yeah. or ten year old or fifteen yeah. year old or whatever it is? Yeah. Um, there's so many tools at our disposal, and it's at the same time it's empowering and it's also anxiety inducing because you have all this knowledge and all this power at your fingertips, right? Like you can learn anything like, okay, I could do it this way. I could do this, but there's also so much information that you're like, okay, there's 15 different ways that yeah. I could attack this. What's the right way? Yeah. It's too much. Yeah. What I do I do? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then you you have an idea. Your spouse yeah. has an idea. Or if you're separated or divorced like me, maybe they have an idea and I have an idea and they're completely separate. They're completely different and they yeah. all want you to do it the yeah. one way. There's, there's, it's, there's no, there's no surefire way to yeah. do any of this shit when parenting, any parenting standpoint. You're going to you fuck know, it up. You got to do, you, you do as good as you can and you do what, you know, what, whatever your morals say to do and all that stuff, you know, because no matter what, you can try to be the perfect parent, perfect everything. It's just not going to happen. Bro. It's just not going to happen. You Speaking know? of morals, yeah. do you have a, um, do you have like a religious heading that you want to take with your kids or uh, it, are your morals just based on kind of how you were raised 
what you think uh, mix, is right. Mixture of both. Yeah, mixture yeah. of both in my in my family. I grew up uh, in the church, Christian. Um, so yeah, a lot of my morals come from there. Um, I haven't, you know, I want to get back into the church more more. You do? Um, yeah, I do. Definitely do. I want to go back, start start going back to church, doing all that stuff. Uh, Why? With my kids. Um, because I'm a believer, you know, that's just my thing. Really? So I grew up, yeah, that's, that's, that's something that, uh, is in my heart and my soul. So I want to get back to it. I definitely strayed away from just going to church. I haven't stopped my morals and things that I want, you know, that I believe in. Um, you know, I believe in God, heaven, everything else. Uh, but I, I, I haven't gone just physically to church a lot. I listen mm. to sermons and things like that online. I'll, you know, you I'll read the Bible, things like that here and there, yeah. but it's very rare, but I'll, I'll, I'll go to them and I'll listen to, you know, certain uh, preachers and things like that, uh, but I haven't just gone to church. It's been a while, and so, but I definitely want to get back to it. So I've been looking into a few. Uh, we got a couple that we've gone to before that I might go back to, and I got kids clubs now and all that stuff. So yeah, definitely think about doing it. So, but a lot of my morals stem from that, and then obviously um, how I was raised. But because my mom was heavily in the church, yeah, that they, they just coincide with each other. So is that? So is yeah. mine. Yeah. How, about, how about you? The same same thing or no? Well, yeah, I was I was raised. Uh, in the Catholic Church, I, okay. went to, I went to Catholic private elementary school and also Catholic private junior high school. Okay, um, and then high school. Honestly, my parents just couldn't afford any more private school, so I ended up going to just public school. But I was raised in the Catholic Church, um, and then when I got to high school, more towards college, I went more toward the Christian route. Um, I actually got baptized as a Christian, as okay. opposed to I didn't. I just kind of like. Uh, minutia, but uh, I got baptized as a Christian as opposed to a, a Catholic. Um, and so I was raised that way. But then when I got through college, into grad school, out of grad school, and doing my own thing, I started to really not want to be associated with church or religion. I had some negative experiences. Um, you know, it was just kind of a thing where I did it in my younger years just because that's what my family did and that's yeah. what my parents did. Yeah. And then as I got older and I had my own experiences, I didn't really understand it. And once I started to look into it, it didn't really make sense for my life anymore. Yeah. And so when I look at it for my kids uh, and with my ex-spouse, uh, who kind of has similar feelings about religion... Um, I don't really necessarily think that I'm going to introduce them to it. Yeah. Um, I have no, no desire to go to church whatsoever. Okay. Yeah. Um, I know that my older kid has asked about like God and heaven and stuff. And we've had conversations about that. Um, but I want him to be able to make his own decisions because yeah. I was very much, I wouldn't say coerced, but I was very much at least guided into a certain religious path. Right. That my parents had and yeah. they liked. Right. And I want him to be able to, I want my kids to be able to just kind of like understand the information and judge for themselves. And they'd be like, hey, if you want to go into that, you want to go to church, go to church, right. take it to church. No, no big deal. Yeah. You know, and usually that's usually typical, right? We, we grow up with whatever our parents kind of yeah. guide us toward is what, yeah. what happens in that. Yeah. Religious, you know, just, religiously, politically, religiously, musically, yeah. whatever. Yeah. You know, you're in the car driving around like my kids listen to everything because I listen to everything, right? But, um, you know, if you grow up and your parents only like, uh, you know, 80s rock, that's what you're going to hear. You're right. like, oh, I love 80s rock. Like, you'd be a grown man going, I love 80s rock because that's all you grew up listening to in the car with your parents. Now it's a little different. But 
because uh, they can listen to everything and anything happens. Uh, a little bit more. Thank you, sir. Um, but yeah, so I'm on on the other side where where I kind of feel like you do, but in the sense where I want them to have the information, so I want to. to I don't want to, you know, I don't want to persuade them or anything like that, but I want to give them the information that of the things that I believe in. Uh, here's the church. Here's the information. Think about it now. As you get older, make whatever decision you like. You know, but I'm what? Force but what lens it, yeah. are you going to give them? Are you going to give them the lens of Christian, Catholic, uh, that Christian, kind of thing, or Christian. are you just going to be like, hey, this is religion. Yeah, this is what it is. There's this kind of religion, this kind of religion, or are you going to say like? But they're going to. But if we go to church, like, go to hey, I was church. Lutheran. Yeah. This is the Lutheran beliefs. You know I'll, I mean? I'll give. I'll tell them about all religions. But if we're going to go to mm-hmm. church, we're going to go to a Christian church. Yeah, um, I'm not going to go to a temple or anything like that. I'm going to go. These are, you know, this is stuff. Um, these are the different types of religion, and we can obviously as they get older, they'll understand it more. Yeah, uh, we've had conversations with Carter about God and things like that, heaven and stuff like that. Um, Dog passed away. He asked, "Did you know, go to heaven?" You know all that stuff, and so Same with um, Kate, so we've so had those hard. conversations. Yeah. I know, my, I know my mom because again, she's she's a very Christian woman. Um, she she's had those conversations with my son. You know, and not overstepping any boundaries. She's asked me and stuff like that. Like, oh, is he asked me about something. Can I tell them what I believe in? Sure, go ahead. That's no great that, that she asked that because yeah, <laughs> sometimes my parents don't do that. Yeah, or she'll know? come to me and or she's come to me afterwards and hey, Carter asked me about heaven or God, yeah. is it okay that I told him that, that, that? Yeah, it's totally fine. Because I have no problem with that. And again, I wouldn't I wouldn't be mad if if, um, if anyone was talking to him, not anyone, but if, obviously somebody I trusted or somebody in my family uh, had a different religion and they just talked to them about it, um, giving them the information. I don't want them to persuade them in any other way. Right. But I definitely could say, oh, well, this is what I believe in and this is, you know, whether it's um, Muslim or whatever. This is what I believe in. However, you may believe in this, or you may believe in that, and you know, as long as it's not in a in a in a manner where it's like you need to believe in this, you need to believe in that. I don't want it to come off that. Way. I want it to come off this is the beliefs of your dad and uh, and my wife. You know, she's a uh, she didn't grow up in a church or anything like that, um, and I don't think that she has a huge like we got to go to church or anything like that. But I'd like to get my family into that. Um, so that's one of the things that I want to do more. So this year we've been busy with three kids and stuff like that. And I do it on my own, and and it's funny what got me into it uh, again was my divorce because I was at that time I wasn't really into religion at all. Uh, but when I got my divorce before, not not now, I'm married uh, on seven years here uh, next week or this weekend. Um, Happy anniversary! Thank you. So it was one of those things where when I got divorced ten years ago, twelve years ago, whatever that was, ten eleven years ago, um, it was. Uh, I'd, I'd fallen back on my religion a little bit, and then I, I definitely leaned toward it to get me through uh, what I was going through at the time. You did, and it okay. helped me. It helped me a lot. Um, a lot so of I know that. that so yeah. I hope I'm not overstepping here, but I know that you had talked about relying on therapy a little bit as uh, well okay. to get through that. Yeah, and sure. so I did not know that you had kind of relied on a little bit of religion as well. Oh yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Because I, I kind of I kind of look at religion, religion like therapy too. Um, if you ever, you know, sure. Uh, again, a lot of those sermons and stuff like that, that's pretty much almost a lot of what they're doing. Yeah. They're guiding you in a certain direction and things like that. So, for me it, it was a good thing. So, those There's a uh, lot of life lessons in A lot religion, of life yeah. lessons and I loved it and I was just soaking all that information in as I was going through my separation and divorce, uh, you know, 10 plus years ago and it really helped me come out of a dark place. And uh, and so yeah, I, I but again, I've never been a non-believer, never like straight away from it. So yeah, I want my kids to get into it eventually. Um, and I would like them to, you know, be a Christian with me and that'd be great. Um, not that they 
make a decision later on in life to do that. I'm not going to be mad at them or say, yeah, you're kicked out of the family because you're not Christian and you don't yeah. have the same beliefs. No, but I would like them to, to, to do the same thing. So, we'll Yeah, I mean, I remember uh, my mom is a wonderful, wonderful woman, obviously. And uh, yeah, you know right. her, like uh, all my friends know her as just an amazing person and woman and mother. But when I was younger, like in uh, junior high, high school, definitely like once I started transitioning towards Christianity as opposed to Catholicism, uh, there was definitely like she had this feeling like, oh, you think I didn't raise you right. Yeah. You think that the, the religion that I chose for us and for you is not correct and is not the right one. And doesn't work for your life. And so that she almost like felt like it was a reflection on her. And for me, it wasn't like that at all. Yeah. It was just a personal decision. I felt like it matched more with my life and how I wanted to live my life and stuff like that. And so we had a, a very large discussion slash fight about that. Once I decided to be, uh, baptized as Christian as opposed to just following the Catholic church. And that was really, really hard on our family. And so that's kind of, that kind of shapes my, my whole thinking and my philosophy when it comes to my children, where I don't want to bias them in any way, you know, for any religion. Does the rest of the family want to do that? Like, on your side, if you don't mind? No. I no, mean, they're all good. They're like, whatever. They're so doing. both my parents now are Christian. Uh, oh, they've okay. kind of left Catholicism oh, and they're, okay. they're both Christian. Oh, they've kind of come to it on their own. Ah, I got it. Uh, none of my other family is Christian or religious at all. Uh, my other side of my, my spouse, my ex-spouse's family is not religious at all. And so that's where I kind of come from where I want to tell my kids, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. If you believe this, if you believe that, it's fine. These are the beliefs. Yeah. And you guys choose, right? Uh, because I don't, I'm, I'm not like you. I don't, I don't have a church where I really feel connected. I really yeah. feel like this is, this is my community. This is my, my ideology. I, I don't either at the moment. Yeah. No, ideology. But. This is my core beliefs. Um, yeah, you I know, do. kids, they naturally want to ask about religion. They, they want to ask about heaven god where things go when they die we had a we also had a pet die last year and you know my son was asking where did he go you know what's happening to him all that stuff and we had to have a discussion about that like what do we what do we tell him so what do we talk about yeah 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 yeah. um in there do we tell him it's heaven do we tell him it's nothing do we tell him it's just dogs yeah, they're just you gone. Know, yeah, yeah dogs are yeah. just gone. Or yeah. what do we do? They go to heaven, then they see a movie called "All Dogs Go to Heaven." Yeah. They go, "What the hell does that mean, Dad?" Uh. I mean, <laughs> so we're, so you guys don't know, but we're in. Uh, this is Peter. We're in my house right now in my in my kitchen, and I can see actually my dog's ashes above my fireplace right there, and my son right there, yeah. that little white that's box. It, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my son will often ask about that dog and and how it happened and um it's just it's a difficult conversation you want to be honest but at the same time you want to establish and you want to keep their sense of purity and innocence and all that stuff right yeah and i want him to believe that our dog went 
somewhere after he died. I right. want him to believe that, right? Because that makes it feel better. Yeah. For me, for him, for everybody. I want to believe that. I don't know if that's true. I don't know what happens right. after anything, but uh, I just, I want him. So when he asks about like when maybe, so both, all four of his grandparents are living right now. Yeah, that's awesome. And when that's not the case anymore, how do I explain that? Where do they go? Yeah. You know, we have to think about those things. It's really, really difficult. And when I don't have a lens of religion in my life that I core, that I believe at a a core, it's really hard to explain those things. Um, So I think that when you do have a religious core, I think it's a lot easier to explain those things. And I think it's a lot easier to just be like, hey, this is what we believe. Right. Yeah. And this is really important to us. And when this happens, I think that grandma, grandpa, whoever it is, right, right. goes to this place. Yeah. And it's a really beautiful place. And, and you're like, cool. so wonderful. And you're like, my hands are washed. Yeah. And answer for the question a kid about. to think yeah. and for us to think mm-hmm. and to explain it that way as opposed to just being like, yeah, they're just gone. Right. There's nothing there anymore. That's so much more difficult to understand as a kid, I think. Whereas somebody's there, and then they pass away, and then they're not there. Yeah. They're in my life, and they're not in my life. You know? Yeah. And that is so difficult. I mean, just as an adult, it's fucking impossible right. to understand. Of course. As a kid, that connection, there's yeah, no chance. There's right? no chance. They don't there's get it. There's no chance they understand. They're like, where's grandma? Where's grandpa? Where's uh, where's uncle? Yeah. Whoever, whoever. He was here be. yesterday. Yeah. Where's right? the dog? Yeah. 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 Where's the dog? Yeah. Same thing. I mean, he got sick. He did this. He did this. Super difficult. So. Super difficult. But, you know, that's I think religion is super important in that way. Just for me. I don't have that lens. I don't have that ability to just be like, I think I believe this. Yeah. I just don't, yeah. you know? Well, and so it's really like, I've been struggling with that lately because my wife, my ex-wife also does not have any kind of religious lens or religious uh, leanings or anything like that. And so when this stuff comes up, I have to talk to her about it and be like, Hey, is it okay if I tell him this? Is it yeah. okay if I tell him that? Like, yeah. what do you want to, what do you want to believe? Yeah. And there's you know? a lot of people out there. There's a lot of people that just, you know, atheists and all that just want to stay kind of yeah neutral to everything. Um, you know, but, but like you said, to a certain once they get to a certain age where they can understand certain things, right? Um, then you can kind of break those things down and go, hey, we got look at all these beliefs. You know, you can almost take a belief class, you know, and all that religion class. I did in college. And, yeah, see, you got a religious yeah. class, and you go, hey, learn about it. Tell me what you think. You know, and ask me what I think and all that. So it's um. But it is difficult. That's yeah. a difficult topic. And I never thought about that before. But yeah, in my brain, it was always like, well, let me go back. So when, when I first got married, my, my ex-wife, as you know, she was uh, she was Persian. And so, half Persian. But her religion was Muslim. And so we didn't have kids when we talked about it and things like that. And so obviously my mom is a Christian. Her mom is a Muslim and all that. Um, both of them very strong in their, in their religions, which is great. Uh, and so I think, I want to say my mom had a conversation with me at some point, or at least mentioned it, and said, oh, well, you guys have kids, what religion would you teach them, or what religion would you want them to be? God, what um, a tough question. And uh, and I think, and the way I answered it, it may have not been my mom, it may have been somebody else, so sorry, mom. If I'm it's a simple mouth, question. But it's a simple question, but, but, it's a but tough the answer. answer was, for me and, and my wife at the time, was we're going to teach them about both, and whatever um they, wherever they lean toward is wherever they lean toward. Yeah. Um, if they, you know, mix the two together, that's fine. If they 
take one, leave one, whatever. That's fine. If they don't believe in any of them, that's fine too. But I'm, we were going to show them both. And so that was the plan. We didn't have kids, so it didn't, it didn't happen. But How did your was, mom was kind of like that? Um, that, she, that answer. Uh, she didn't really, uh, if, again, I, I can't remember if it was my mom or somebody else. But whoever it was didn't take it negatively. They just said, okay, oh, okay. it's all right. It, it was just kind of a, what do you think would happen when you have kids? Yeah. I think, obviously, if we would have moved forward and actually had kids and it got to the point where we were teaching them about religion and stuff like that, there may have been something there. But, uh, again, my mom's not a pushy person. Uh, my dad's not a pushy person either. So it, I don't think it would have been an issue. Uh, on the other side, I'm not sure. I, I don't think so either. Uh, but I think it would have just been a, a question. Um, and I know there was a question, like, when I got married to her, uh, and I'm not exactly sure about the, um, the Muslim culture was the norm, but I know that they were like, oh, do you have to convert? And I said, no, we had, we had discussed all that, and there wasn't anything that, that said I had to convert to get married to her or anything like that, so I didn't. Um, so yeah, it was just one of those things, but it was a question that was brought up and posed by somebody when, uh, when me and her got married, but yeah. again, we didn't have kids, so it didn't, didn't have to worry about it uh, in the end. And then now my wife is... Uh, I think she has a Christian or Catholic background, but uh, she's not super into the religion thing. So, um, but yeah, so interesting thing. So, uh, that's the type of stuff we're going to be talking about here, guys. Uh, just, you know, kids, religion. Um, we have another topic that we wanted to bring up today, which is screen time for children. Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, so uh, we'll, we'll, talk, we'll touch on that real quick. Um, so, screen time. Uh, do you... Allow it, one, I ask you, Peter, and then I'll, I'll chime in, two. Do you allow it, one, uh, two, do you have any, you know, time limits on it? Do you care what they watch? You know, all that stuff. Do you, what's your kind of overall feeling about screen time for, for children of a yes. certain age? I allow screen time. Yeah. A lot. Okay. Uh, my son has an iPad. My son has a TV. <laughs> That's the seven-year-old. Yes. Yep. He, well, he's six and a half. Six yeah. and a half. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Six and a half. My son has a... TV in his room that I control. Uh, I set time limits on it, that kind of thing. But okay. that's only because of like I'm more strict about bedtimes, yeah, and sleep times than I am about screen times. Okay, so um, I did look up some studies about screen time. Yeah, for about for this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> um. The NIH says that they did a study. and What is the NIH? The National Institute of Health. Oh, okay. All right, uh, all right. So they did a study about screen time, and especially during the, the pandemic. Yeah. So they were looking at how it affects kids' uh, internal thoughts, external thoughts. Everything was on a screen during the pandemic, though. Everything I mean, was you on had to look at your teacher on a screen. That's what I'm saying. So they, they considered that screen time? I think it, Going to school? I think it did because oh, like this, this particular study... They said that most kids, they, they, they had an average screen time of like four and a half hours a day, which to me seems like a lot. And it sounds I, like a lot. Yeah. I have no limits on my kids' screen time. Yeah. And they don't, I don't think they watch four and a half hours. It seems like time. a lot. That, that seems like but a them, lot. Those, those phones, like if you ever looked, I know the iPhone does it. I don't know if your phone does it. But I know it has something on it that tracks the hours yeah. that you've used your phone, right? Yeah. So you um, have an iPhone. I have an Android, okay. right? So I have an iPhone. Yeah, I have an iPhone, and and every now and again it'll look. I don't know. Don't give me the don't give me the hours or anything like that. I should look now. I don't know how to pull it up. But anyway, there's been times where I look and it's like, oh, you did a certain amount of hours of screen time. Yeah. Like, Dude, I've been busy all day, and I'm still on my shit. Yeah. You know, like like 
I listen to podcasts, I listen to radio, I listen to Spotify, whatever. But there's not often, every now and again, I'll watch like a movie on my phone or something just in the background, but it's not like in my face held up. And it'll still say, your screen time was such and such many hours yeah. ago. What the hell? Today was one of the busiest days of my life. And I felt like I barely looked at my phone, but it's as I hit two, three, four, whatever right. hours. But damn, it's, it's just crazy how it can add up. You know, uh, so I'm not saying that. It's, it's when it's broken up, uh, for kids anyway, because a lot of my kids, when they watch their screens, it's very broken up. It's not like it's three hours straight, two hours straight. They're not doing that. You know, it's more, you know, 10 minutes here, 15 minutes here. Hey, let's right. go. Uh, you go somewhere, we come back home, 10 more minutes, right before bedtime, you know, whatever it might be. Yeah. So it's, uh, so for four hours does sound like a lot. I'm curious to, I'd start monitoring that and see if anybody's in my house is even close to that. I highly doubt it can't be. Well, <laughs> and basically what they were saying was, and this was, this was a study during the pandemic. So again, I think it, I think it would be a little bit skewed towards yeah, so. more screen time. 100%. Yeah. But essentially what it was saying was, I think it's like, the more screen time the kids had, the more association it had with the adults or the parents' anxiety levels and also external forces. It's like basically like saying, like, I, I have a hard time dealing with these, these things. So yeah. the more screen time the kids had, the more external anxiety and external uh, thoughts and processes that the kids had and the parents had um, – negatively so i mean that makes sense because i know for me during the pandemic man i was a bundle of anxiety i didn't know what was going on yeah i mean i don't know if you remember back at the beginning of the the pandemic but like you didn't know you didn't have any information yeah you didn't know what was right what was wrong you didn't know what to do you didn't know where to go you had (laughs) no information i remember my daughter was being born. Yeah, March twenty twenty. Same thing with <laughs> Same me. With you, yeah. Same with me. Crazy yeah. shit. Our, right? our daughters were born a couple months apart. It's like what the fuck in 20, are we doing? Yeah, nobody wanted to come over the house. Nobody yeah. wanted to see the baby. It was like ghost town everywhere. Yeah. Weird man, very weird. And so when you have another kid at that time, it's like you. Do you want him to play outside? Yes, but at the same time, you want him to be safe. Like you didn't even know if outside was safe. Yeah, you didn't know. Nothing. Was outside safe? No, I don't know. I had no idea. Yeah, don't uh, test the. There don't, was no vaccine. Don't get gas. Like, not, don't don't nothing. Test, like, don't test the gas. Yeah, handle. you want to go outside? Okay, wear eighteen masks. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, like you had no idea. So a lot of that screen time, I think, got uh, increased. And so what I see, so all I can tell you is my experience, right? So what I see with my kids. Is I remember when I was a when I was a kid. I remember how fun it was to watch Saturday morning cartoons, to watch a show with my parents, to have a gaming system in your house and have your friends come over and have a sleepover and do those games, Hell right? Yeah. And so All day. I try to create that for my kids. I try to create that for my son, for my daughter. So I have a couple gaming systems in my house. Yeah. Uh, my son has an iPad. My son has a TV in his room that I control the, the time on. There's like timer systems that you can control. Okay. So I have no problem with screen time per se. Okay. What I do have a problem with is when my son or my daughter is doing screen time and then I try to get them off. And they have an issue with it. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah, that's big. what I do is 
I just say, hey, this is what we're doing. We're getting off this. We're going to go do this. We're going to play a board game. We're going to do something active. We're going to go outside. Whatever it is. I actually activate the activity. I frame the activity. And I say, no, this is what we're doing. So there's no, there's never an issue with me where the kids are like, no, I, they're not fighting with me for screen time. Mm. They come off, and as soon as they come off, I design something for them to do. Got it. Okay. And I think that helps a lot. Yeah. If I'm just like, hey, your iPad time is done. Yeah, get off of that. Do something else. He fights me on it. Mm. If I'm just like, hey, iPad time's done, TV time's done, yeah, and I don't give him any kind of framework yeah, yeah. after that. He is fighting me. Go play with your toys. Figure it out. He's he's fighting me on it. Got it. Okay. If I frame it a different way, like, hey, you're going to pause that, put that down. We're going to go play this together over here. And I can frame that. Yeah. And I can tell him, like, this is the game we're playing. Uh, You're going to play with your sister in the swing right here. Whatever it is, they have a much better time coming off the screen time. I agree. So I think that what the NIH study was saying was, the adult anxiety, the adult, I had a lot of anxiety during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And so if that transfers to your kids, which obviously it probably does, yeah. right? If you're feeling anxious, if you're feeling stressed, all that stuff's going to filter to your kids. Yeah, for sure. Through your behavior, they, they your see speak. It. They yeah, see it right whatever away. Whatever it is, right? They see it, huh? Of course, like they're going to retreat into screen time because it's... It feels good. It's, safe, it's safe. calm. Yeah. They know what to expect. Nobody's, nobody's managing. When they get off of that, it's yeah. like fucking mania. Yeah. Where it's chaos. Fucking my real world. What am shit. I doing? What's happening? You're not in control. I'm not in control. Yeah. Who's in control? So when I bring them off of the screen time, so I, I control the screen time. I don't necessarily control it by minutes. I don't have like, okay, under two hours. Right, right. I control... When it starts, when it stops, it I control it so that it benefits me, right? Yeah. So, like, if I need to cook dinner because I'm a single dad, yeah. if I need to cook dinner and nobody else is in the house, hey, man, we're going to watch a movie. Hey, man, play on your iPad real quick for a few minutes. Right. If Or if I want him to play, hey, man, go play with your sister. I'm, I'm going to structure something. Yeah. But you need to structure something for these kids. If you don't structure it and they come off the iPad, they're going to be like, what the fuck, man? I'm just going to play on my iPad. Yeah, they don't know what to do. They have no idea. Well, it's different, right? Because I feel like us growing up, we didn't have the, we didn't have that many damn options. No. Right? So absolutely. now their options are endless on that iPad. Like, shit, they don't even have to watch commercials no more. These spoiled Bro, kids. Bro, right? my son's got an iPad, TV in his room. He's got a Sega, an old school Sega Genesis nice. console. He's nice. got a PlayStation 4 console. Oh, he's got up all, his room. He's got like a Nintendo Switch. Like, he's got everything, dude. And so that's why I have to structure it, you know? And I have to structure everything else. So if you can't structure screen time and you can't structure non-screen time, so activity time, play time, roughhouse time, uh, board game time, book time, reading time, homework time, if you can't structure that stuff, I think that's where the issue comes in. I don't think it's necessarily just the amount of time that a kid spends on a screen. I agree. I don't think that's because, it. Yeah, because like, like I was saying, if they have if they have the option to be on the iPad, the iPad gives you a lot of options, right? Video games, yeah, movies, whatever the fuck you want to watch on it. Whatever. You why want. Why are you going to get off? I mean, look at our cell phones, right? I, I got my cell phone here, right in front of me. Everybody does, right? Everybody has it in their hand yeah. because it does so much. iPad's just like a cell phone. My son has an iPad too. You can do everything on it. 
uh, and again, I I have it set up to where you can't do certain things on there, and you can only do things that are designed for six-year-olds and under, right? But um, our options when I was six years old or seven years old or even fucking 14-year-old was Saturday morning stuff, whatever was on TV, yeah. and outside. So, yeah. Or if your friend had a Nintendo. Or if your friend had a Nintendo, right. So video games outside or whatever the TV's yeah. playing. Because now it's like the TV's playing whatever the fuck I want it to play, right? For yeah. these kids, they go, well, I want to watch this. So they can do whatever. And they have no commercials. It's right now. So for them, I agree with you on the screen time. I don't think it's a bad thing. Um, but it definitely needs to be monitored, obviously, for bad stuff on there, depending on the age, obviously. But that's for anybody, right? Even teenagers, you don't want them watching certain things on there. Um, and then uh, time-wise, we... we we don't have like a hey you started four and ended four fifteen. We don't have any time limits like that. But we definitely like hey you've been on that iPad for a little long and shut that off, you know. Or let's go do this or let's go do that. We try to do a lot of outside activities, a lot of sports, uh, uh, a lot of things inside with uh, our little girl. Uh, let's do play time. We've got to do special play time with split up, split each other up. We've been doing that lately, where my wife has a kid does special play time. I have a kid does special play time. You know, and obviously it's gotten more difficult with the baby in the house um, yeah. because if we're taking care of the baby, and let's just say I'm alone with the kids for whatever reason, or uh, they're home from school, and my wife's at work, then it's like, all right, well, uh, I gotta cook something. I gotta feed the baby. I gotta do something. And the baby can't move. He can't, he's not crawling or anything yet. So it's like. Y'all got to do something, and if I don't have anything structured for you to do, just jump on your iPad real quick. Yeah, um, and it just it just makes life easier, you know. Uh, Realistically, you, yeah, that is how it is. So, like, there's all yeah. these studies that are like, oh, you shouldn't have your kids do more than two hours of screen time a day, and it's like, fuck you, man. <laughs> like, it takes me ninety minutes to cook dinner. Like, you know, or it, like when I get home, something. I'm doing laundry, dinner, yeah. fucking dishes. Like it's going to take me 90 minutes. Right. Like that's 90 minutes right like there. Your kids aren't at the age where you like go outside and run around because one, kids don't run around like that anymore because kids aren't outside yeah. like that. Like, we, like when we were growing up, you can go out in your front yard and there's a whole neighborhood full of kids doing some shit. Right now. Well, and you and I have, you and I have kids that are at the age where they like, so I have one kid that I could probably Six and a half. I could yeah, probably, probably but still. let him out in the front yard yeah. and just like let him go yeah, and like still. he'll be cool. <laughs> but then my three year old wants to go with him and that she wants to do everything that he yeah. does. Yeah. And so, I, like just today, like they were out there playing on their on their scooters, and you know she's fucking playing around on a scooter in the street, and I'm out there monitoring, and here comes the fucking Amazon yeah, delivery truck. Yeah, barreling down the road. Barreling down the fucking door street. Door wide open. You know, and I'm like, <laughs> get to the side, get to the yeah, side. Yeah, yeah. And she, yeah. she's like, what? She, she has no idea what the fuck is. And her brother's trying to help her. I'm trying to help her. Yeah. So I can't leave him out there. No, can't, can't. You know, it's like when I was a kid, bro, like, I would just fucking leave. I would leave would. the house. Everybody does. I was gone. Going to the park. Going to whatever. Yeah, yeah gone all day. I I think, you know, <laughs> I don't know if I was six years old or anything, but I mean, no. eight, at least eight, yeah, I was eight. gone. Yeah. Eight, nine, gone. Yeah. And, but, you know, when my son turns eight, it's just a different world now. It's so a different world. You just can't let him go. We'll talk about, we'll get in that, in uh, more depth in that conversation on a different one. But, oh my goodness, yeah, so different. Yeah, man. I mean, the world's different. So, Scary as a single too. dad, like, I want to, so I wanted, so today, like, I wanted to cook lunch. I wanted to, I had, the, I had a lunch planned, uh, burgers and air fried french fries and, yeah. some, and some veggies and stuff. And by the time we got to there, it was like, the kids wanted to play outside. 
they wanted to go outside. So I can't leave them out there. So I got to go out there. So yeah, I go out there in the front. Fucking watching them outside. And that's great. <laughs> uh, I want them to do that. But at the same time, I can't do all the things inside. So like when so when we came back inside from that, it's like, what do you do? Hey, guess what? It's fucking screen time. You know? Got it. So I don't think that necessarily screen time is a bad thing. I do think that, you know, as the studies suggest, during the pandemic, there was a lot of negativity. There was a lot of anxiety. There was a lot of... And also, screen time in, increased just because kids were doing schooling. And they couldn't go outside. Yeah. They, yeah. they were doing schooling on, the, on their laptops or on their iPads or whatever it was. Yeah. And they couldn't go outside. They couldn't do anything. So, screen time increased. And it was an easy way for mommy yeah. and daddy to work from home. Uh, remotely and yeah, I mean definitely my my ex-wife did that for sure uh, there was so many things like that yeah, and the least. kids just got used to only doing that yeah. so that's why I think screen time is not inherently bad yeah. it's just you have to structure the other things yeah. and on and, top of that and we got and every family is different right so we got to remind ourselves too like we have kids that are Close enough in age, you know. My my son's six, my daughter's three, about to be four. Uh, your son's six and a half, your daughter's three, right now. Yeah. Okay. Just so, three, yeah. so it's like they can play with each other, right? Uh, imagine pandemic with a single parent household, or even you know dual parent household and a single child. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like he ain't got nobody to play with. I mean, he played with his parents, obviously. That's different when you have a sibling. It's a little bit different. Because it's somebody kind of more at your level, you know. I mean, you can be goofy, you can be the fun parent, you can be all that. But when you have a sibling, it's just there's, there's something different there. Um, because it's like, it's, it's just not a parent. So we're like, we're just doing something. You know, even if they're, they might be hiding from the parent. They might yeah. be, you know, pranking the, the parent or whatever it might be. You have that sibling stuff and they and they love it, you know. And it's like, with those, those only children, and they're just like, okay, mom's cooking dinner, dad's working, uh, it's pandemic, what else I'm going to do? I'm on my goddamn iPad, you know? Like, I ain't got shit else I can do. Can't yeah. go outside, especially for three years, two years, whatever. And some people are still in it because they've gotten accustomed to that lifestyle. And they're like, we're not coming outside. Uh, some people are still in their house, still wearing masks, doing all that shit. And so it's like, what? And, and some people don't have backyards. You know, I'm blessed enough to have a backyard. My kids can go playing and hopefully be safe in the backyard while I'm doing something in the house or me and my wife are doing something, wherever. Um, go outside in the back where you're safe, right? And we can see you through the window. Uh, in the front yard, nah, wait for us because all the reasons you just said earlier. But again, uh, solo kid uh, might not want to go in the backyard by yeah. himself and just little around, you know. Or, or you know, so what's next? I mean, they want to roam around the neighborhood, know, man, just like we did. Yeah. So unless you got a bunch of friends and or a bunch of people that got kids and play dates and all yeah. that stuff, it's, yeah, it's just there's a lot, a lot of differences that go into parenting and doing what's right, and so it's. I think screen time is not a negative thing. I just think it needs to be monitored to an extent. Obviously, what they're watching, obviously the time limits that they have on it, um, doesn't have to be cutthroat time limits or anything like that. But they, you know, they just wake up and they're just on it from morning till night, every Saturday and Sunday. That might be a little rough, but uh, you know, as long as they're as long as they're not showing anything negative, like I, there was ne- there was some negativity on some of the shows that my son was watching, and that went over to him. And, and I could see him acting that way a little bit, yeah. like the guys on on the shows, you know, talking like them or trying to talk back a little bit to us as parents or teachers or things like that. And I'm like, I ah, probably heard that from there. 
And I remember even on YouTube Kids, if you guys don't know about YouTube Kids, that's a good um, a good alternative to YouTube because YouTube, you go down a rabbit hole and you, you know, start off at one place for a four-year-old or five-year-old. Well, even, go even into the ads, a, bro. The ads are terrible. Next thing you know, you're in, like, porn town. It's crazy. But in the YouTube Kids, everything is gauged, supposed to be gauged for the age groups. And even there, there was one time, there was a girl, I don't even know her name, but um, they were in a different country. I think they had, like, a kind of had an accent or something like that. But all the time on that show, um, my daughter, who was two at the time, three, she would watch it. And all of would say, nah, 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 like, fuck it, all the time. And I would hear it. Guess what my daughter started saying? Nah, 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 nah. I don't want you saying that shit, you know? Started taunting people, teasing her brother, saying it at school, preschool, whatever. And I'm just like, oh, all right, we got to block whatever that show was, you know? So there's, so I'm not going to hand my son an iPad and never look at it and never listen. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to put my headphones on, do my thing. I'm listening all the time. Go, well, all right, it doesn't sound too bad. And then every now and again, he'll be like, can I watch it on the big screen? And he wants to watch the, the actual YouTube. And we monitor that very closely. Because yeah. he'll fall into a trap. And unfortunately, YouTube. Yeah, I don't think it's monitor. the screen But it's not time. a bad thing. It's, it's the, the screen content. Yeah. You know, and if there's just some great educational programs. Yeah, my son Carter. It's a wonderful was, tool. He's now six years old. He watched, you know, the Coco Melon back in the day, uh, a couple of other different educational shows. Just shit we put on for him because he was too little at the time to change it on his own. Right? This kid knew it, all his letters by the age of two, which I don't know if that's fast or slow, but it's cool. He knew all of them by sight and sound. Well, not sound, but he knew all of them. He could see A through Z and be like, that's A, that's Z, that's B, that's this. Out of order. By the time he was two. And I said, that's pretty damn good. I didn't teach him that shit. <laughs> and I know who did. The, the screen, you know, like we, we worked with him. We had letters and stuff like that. But we didn't work with him like that to the point where he was, you know, daily. Come on, Carlos, work on your letters. We weren't, we weren't like that. And I'm like, he's learning it because he's seeing, he's associating the song, pops up a big letter B. He sees it. He goes, that's B. And then I ask him, you know, three days later, hey, what letter is this card? B. Oh, shit. Like, that's cool. You know, it's adding. They have uh, this thing called Number Blocks. That's a great show. So you how to deal with numbers. Uh, Alpha Blocks, another one. Uh, there's so many good shows out there. And there's some shitty-ass shows, too. Don't get me wrong. There's some shows I've seen. I go, what the hell are you watching? Turn this shit off. There's nothing educational about it. Uh, there's nothing that's helping you. It's just mindless, dumb stuff, right? Which, when you get, I, I watch shit like that sometimes too, right? As a grown adult, not everything that I watch is I'm learning or I'm being intrigued to a, a certain level. Some of it's just dumb comedy or just mindless stuff that I don't have to think about while I'm washing the dishes. And I look over and go, oh, that's funny, or whatever, right? And so I don't mind them watching some of that stuff here and there. Uh, and I, said, I should say both of them because now my daughter's at the age where she's like screen time too. But, you know, I definitely want to monitor it and go, yeah. let me let me see it again. You know, like sometimes I go, let me rewind that. Give me, give me a roll real quick. What was that? What was that you were watching? And, go, and I look and I go, yeah, let's, let's not watch that anymore. Because whether it's graphic or wording that I don't like you using, as, you know, because you're six years old, I don't want you calling people different names. Than, bruh. Yeah, I don't want the bruhs. I don't want that type of stuff saying that to your teachers. Um, I don't want you teasing people. I don't want you thinking that you're better than other people because you have such and such and such. You know, just talking down to people, making fun, even though it's you think you see it as comedy. I, you know, again, that's those morals coming through. So I'm like, I don't want you to learn 
moral stuff from these people that you see on YouTube, these content creators that you see, even though they're funny and they're entertaining, uh, you're at an age where you're very, you know, uh, you can take that stuff and go, oh, that's fun. That's a fun way to act. I can be like that and be yeah. funny. And it's like, no, nah, it's not funny in real life. You can't make fun of people like that. You can't do this, you know. There's a time and a place for it, obviously. And they don't, they don't at that age, they don't know the time and the place for that type of stuff. So, some of the language I, I definitely monitor. But, um, but back to what you were saying before, uh, I think you said something about, uh, oh, Saturday morning cartoons. And so, you were saying that it was something that you're trying to recreate with your kids. So, my daughter is at an age now where she's three, oh, almost four. So, that age now where she finally fell in love with movies. Finally, yeah. I, anybody listening, I'm a movie fucking fanatic. I love them. I watch it. Somebody, yeah, me, uh, me and Tony are both uh, movie, movie fanatic. We're going we're gonna to touch on some movie shit here on the podcast, too. But I'm a movie fanatic. I love them. I can watch a movie every night. Never get bored. I can watch. I can watch movies, one. the same movie over and over. I can watch I that like same it. movie over yeah. and over, too. I just watched Die Hard again for probably the hundredth time on Christmas just because I love that fucking movie so much. But anyway, my daughter finally fell in love with me. My son liked them already. Um, but my son doesn't like them at the movie theater, strangely enough. He doesn't really like them at home. Probably because he's like, I didn't get to my iPad. And it's that, you know, one minute here, switch, one, two minutes here, switch, whatever. Um, but my daughter recently fell in love with movies at home and in the theater, and she likes doing it. So what we've been doing is instead of having that individual screen time, everybody's on their screens, mom and dad are doing whatever we're doing, it's more like, okay, if we're going to watch something, we're gonna we're gonna put it on. And we're all gonna watch it as a family, um, and I'm not saying it's better or worse, depending on the content. But I just I don't something about that makes me feel better that we're doing it together. Uh, even if mom and dad step away to go cook dinner, the two kids or the three kids are still sitting there watching it. It's just like okay, we're doing it together, and it's not so separated. Because before I was feeling like it was kind of separated, where it's like okay. Carter's over here, Ava's over here, uh, mom and dad are doing over here. You know what I mean? Like, I felt, I felt a little bit separated, but now it's like, hey, they, they recently liked the Pussy Boots movie. Um, I think it's the third one. And uh, great film, actually. And it's like, okay, cool. Let's watch Pussy Boots. Let's all sit down. Let's make some popcorn. Let's watch it. Instead of everybody feeling separate, because uh, we always have our playtime together. We have, you know, we, we try to eat dinner together um, when we can. You know, we all kind of sit down at the same time, even though we're in kind of different spaces because we're cooking while they're eating, and, you know. But doing that little family time together, even if one person might be up running around, the kids are all sitting watching the same thing. It kind of takes me back into the past a little bit because that's how I grew up. Me and my brother and my sisters, they're quite younger than me. A few of them are, I have three sisters, but they're a little bit younger than me. We're all watching the same thing because why? We didn't have any fucking option, right? That was it. That's the only thing we could do. But now the kids have options. Uh, my kids don't have TVs in their, in their bedrooms or anything, but... Um, but they do have iPads that they can watch their own thing. Um, they have different rooms. They can go to mom and dad's room if they want to or wherever, watch something different. But it's like, hey, let's put something on together. And I don't know, something about that makes me feel good. Uh, if we do do screen time, a part of it is let's watch a movie together. Let's watch a show together. Even if it's even if we make it through 10 minutes of the movie. We sat there for a minute and they start wrestling. It's like, all right, all right, whatever. But it's just something about that. But they're not, they're not consumed in this little thing head down you know hell yeah i feel like you know i feel like all the all the te- all the kids that are growing up nowadays with cell phones and ipads and everything they're all gonna have neck problems or neck wrinkles because they're always looking down you know even 
even us, we've been doing this cell phone thing for what, 20 years now? <laughs> How long yeah. has cell phone been around? 22, 23 years, something like yeah. that, right? It's been that much. Uh, it has to be. I mean, we were, I was in high school when they were kind of coming out, but they were super expensive, so I didn't get it. That was 99. I mean, yeah. I'm I mean, assuming 2000, by 2005, everybody so had a cell phone. Tony and I graduated <laughs> in 2000 and 1999. Yep, 99 for me. Uh, 99 for Tony, 2000 for me. And uh, it was what? It was a lot of flip phones. Right? A lot was of flip, flip phones back then? Yes. It was flip phones. Flip phones. Nokia's. Nokia's. And then it got into, then it started to get into, like, smartphones after that. That's right. But, uh, so, it, it, yeah. It, I, feel, I feel you on the screen time, years. bro. Like, I feel you on the screen time. Like, I do the same thing here as a, as a single dad. And... I'll be like, hey, let's watch something. And, and my son will be like, yeah, let's watch this YouTube creator that I yeah. like. And my daughter will be like, let's watch uh, fucking Frozen again yeah, for right, the million right, times. Right, yeah, right. And I'm like, hey, let's let's watch something that we all will enjoy. Yeah. So a lot of times we end up watching fucking like nature videos. Like okay. Whales, sharks, <laughs> fucking uh, big cats. You know, just stupid shit like that. Yeah. Uh, and then recently, they started to get into the old school, like Disney movies that I used to look at when I was a kid. Like That's cool. Yeah. Peter Pan, Aladdin, like all the I old school, doing that. yeah, animated stuff. Uh, Toy Story. So I mean, that's a little bit older than me, but yeah, yeah. Toy, the original Toy Story stuff, like all that stuff. They they have started to get really into it. That's and cool. So. When you say that your daughter got into the movies, same thing with my kids. Like, they were just into, I think they were just into the YouTube stuff because I think that kids today, like, I don't know, make, like, maybe their attention span is not as good. Definitely like, not they're, they're, they want to watch shorter videos. 100%. And a one and a half hour movie is a lot harder Shit. for them to do. Our grown ass adults' attention spans aren't as good. Look at, yeah. look at Instagram. You go through a reel and you swipe up. If it's more than ten seconds long, people are yeah. whoop, 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 get to the it's point, get to the point, get to the point. Get them to the point. this yeah. point, like it's taken them a couple years of me prodding and yeah. and pushing to get them to watch a movie that's an hour and a half long. Yeah. And I and that I think is crazy. it's nuts. Well, and I think and that's why I told you earlier, my son didn't like movies at home. He likes movies in the theater. And I think because he liked movies in the theater because he had no damn choice. Yeah. He just had to sit there. It's yeah. like, hey, we're at the movies. So it's guess what? dark. It's nobody's dark. moving. You don't have like, it. This is what we're doing. You're not right. getting daddy's cell phone. Yeah. You're sitting your butt right there and we're watching something. And he's, he's like, okay, let's see what's going on. And then throughout the movie, you're getting entertained. And then it gets better and better. But you know, movies are movies. You know, some movies start off slow and then they get better and then whatever. And whether they like it or not, it's like, all right, this is all, this is all we got. That's how I mean, you grew up. This is all we got. And so the iPad got everything, and the TV got everything, everything you want. Yeah. And so you don't I like this video? It, Fuck yeah. it, move so on I, to the next I would one. Throw a movie on at home. I'm like, hey guys, watch Toy Story. I know you'd love it. You know, it's right up Carter's alley. That's like his shit. Like I was like, you'll love this movie, Carter. Couldn't care less. Now, if I, I bet if I took his ass and they had it re-released in the theaters, I bet he'd love it. But because it was so, now it's a little bit different. This I'm talking about like a year or two ago. Put it on at home. Ten minutes go by. He's like, man, I can just open up my iPad and watch something more that's getting to the point, more interesting. Yeah, and it's just like, all right. And then they, they get to the point just go faster, play or do whatever, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like a movie, 
you gotta you gotta wait forty five minutes before you get yeah. into like yeah. the drama of it. Yeah. Whereas a YouTube video, it's right in like, there. You gotta yeah. be fucking ten so, minutes in, bro. Like yeah. a few minutes in. Those are, it's, it's interesting. It's it's yeah. instant. It's right there. And 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 being at home. They got all the other toys and everything yeah. else they can play with. So if they get bored by any second. I don't like, like this video. I'm gonna go roll over here and play. With I don't this find dog. another video. Yeah, yeah fuck. <laughs> I'm gonna go fucking find yeah. another toy. Like if, if Dad's not letting me have my iPad, he put on uh, Aladdin, and I'm not digging it because ain't yeah. shit happening. Uh, I'm just gonna go play with the toys over here. Hey, you know, you're missing the, the boo and all the stuff, and they're like, yeah. eh, whatever. But in the theater, they love it. But now it's changed. Like, they're both really in the movies. And like I said, I'm a movie fanatic, so I love seeing the looks on their faces when they light up. And I'm with you. Old movies. We're, now that I, we have Disney, we have Disney Plus for years, uh, what, like three, four years, and I felt like I was like, wow, this shit because I'm not using it. They yeah. don't want to watch anything on it, and everything I put on, they're just like, nah. They and they just wanted to see it. They just wanted to see something. And then uh, TV shows, they were okay with some of the Spider Man and Friends or whatever. Some of those they were okay with, but it's just that attention span wasn't there. Yeah, it was like. 15 minutes, okay, done. 10 minutes, done. And I'm like, these are classic movies that Dad grew up on. Classic TV shows that are amazing. Couldn't care less. Yeah. Now they can't. And so now I'm like, okay, now we got Disney. Now we got the Frozens and the Braves and the oh, whatever else is on. So, you know, Netflix has good stuff too. So all, all the streaming programs have all kinds of shit. So, um, so yeah, it's interesting. But the overall, you know, screen time, it's not bad. Just monitor it to me. You know, again, we're just dads here talking, guys. Um, I'm not by any means saying that I'm some type of dad guru, and I know what the hell I'm talking about. This is just my opinion. Uh, it's just Peter's opinion based on the things that we've seen, uh, how we grew up, uh, how our kids are growing up, and, and the things that we've seen them go through. And uh, that, that's just my take on it. So, you know, all good. But, um, yeah, I think that's kind of the show. I think that's kind of a wrap for us. Yeah, thanks, uh, uh, Buchanan's. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, Buchanan's Deluxe. Fueling, we appreciate it. Fueling our uh, podcast. And figuring out how to open bottles. Um, it's a new thing. It's a new thing for us. So we are going to. Uh, I like it. It's growing on me. We're about halfway through the bottle here, guys, and it's actually pretty tasty. It gets it gets good. Yeah. Uh, I like with, it on the rocks. On the rocks is pretty good. On the rocks is pretty good. I, I didn't have to mix it with any coke or anything like that, and it's it's, it's not bad. Neat is a, got a little bit of a little bit of bite to it, but um, not a bad whiskey at all. So, we'll grab you guys self a and bottle. It was, it it was uh, forty dollars. Yeah, it was a forty dollar bottle. Uh, but at Ralph's today, it, whatever it was on sale, and they had twenty dollars off. So, you know, didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, and so I was like, I'll take it. Let's yeah. do it. And so, you know, we're all about uh, trying new stuff here, and we'll start rating uh, a bottle, a new bottle every week. We'll have different topics and conversations every week. Um, I think we're going to get into some of the uh, some movie stuff. We got some fun stuff going. We're gonna we're gonna get a pot. We're gonna get a um, email going for you guys, uh, Instagram page, all that stuff, so that if you guys listen and want to reach out and ask us questions or pose conversations, that would be awesome too. So yeah, uh, and if you guys want to recommend uh, a bottle of bourbon or whiskey, oh yeah, please let us know. Uh, we we're happy to review it, taste it, whatever it is. Uh, we don't have uh, tremendous palates, but we are just regular dudes, and we will tell you if we like it or not, and if it's tasty or not. And I'm, and I'm down to try, like, if you have the best whiskey that you've tried, right? You know, obviously, within reason, we'll spend some money here and there. But obviously, if you if you have one that you think is just terrible, too, like, this is the worst whiskey I've ever tried, I want to try that, too. I'll bring the bottle just to see. I, 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 I would, man. 
I would try it and be like, yeah, yeah y'all yeah, ain't we'll lying. Make, we'll make Tony taste that. <laughs> I ain't tasting that shit. I, I got a couple that I've had. I got to go find them and see if you agree. So, all right, guys. Well, we appreciate it, and we'll talk to you guys next time. Peace.